It's the Seth Williams Show with Mike Kosoka. And here's your host, Seth Williams and Mike Kosoka. Wow, yes indeed. Welcome to hey, another hey, Wednesday hey. night. How are you, Mike? Well, four days into 2023. <clears throat> Still got this cough. I was going to say, man. Jesus. 2023 is off to a roaring start, I'll tell you. Yeah. You were sick. I've been sick. Yep. Still trying to get this voice thing going. It's yep. unbelievable. Yep. And it's and not just us. Man. I was going to say, I mean, 2023 for us, I mean, being a little bit sick, I guess, isn't that bad. You got yeah. guys falling over on a football field. You got... Actors getting crushed by snow snowplows. Yeah, it's a nice place. And it's 57 degrees outside. I know, and it's supposed to snow this weekend. I know. Two weeks ago, it was four below. It's 57 today, and in two weeks, it's going to be four below again. I yeah. just love Ohio. Yeah, this is a, this is something. This is really something. So. Uh, I don't know what to expect out of tonight's show, to be honest with you. We got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, our restaurant reporter, Tony Masashi, will be checking in in just a little bit. He's going to be live from another restaurant, Broadway Heights. Cool. Um, Royal Breakfast and More. Actually, I think I've been there one time and it was pretty good. So he'll talk about that place. Uh, we got Joe Burdick going to be calling in. He's going to check in. He's been featured in an article in, uh, on Cleveland.com. So we're going to check in with him. Good for him. Custom flags. Uh, Will Spiegelberg going to be calling in with more tickets to give away. And then, of course, we got to talk about um, NFL player collapsing on the field. And yeah, a lot of a lot of different things about this whole whole event. Um, We'll get into that a little bit later, and we'll take, of course, your calls, your comments. You can do whatever. Leave your messages on Facebook, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. I still want to hear from everybody at home that is still sticking to all their New Year's resolutions. I mean, it is day four. I'm still interested in people that have predictions or prognostications as far as uh, 2023 goes. Yeah, I'm still interested in people talking about, you know, we just came out of the holidays and everything else. So, you know, what's everybody's wishes for anything and whatever you want to get off your chest that comments on what you want to see us talk about. Etc. Etc. Just like yeah. watch the crawl at the bottom of the screen and either join us live or uh, use the Wolf Creek uh, uh, message line and 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 send us some ideas. Absolutely, I've actually posted the link where people can join the show if they want to. Um, but I, I do want to start off real quick by just getting something off my chest, if you will. Go ahead. You no, know, I, I I'm not going to get into uh, certain topics. Tonight, because I know it'll get us banned and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can see it behind me, but I'm not going to talk about that stuff tonight. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, again, this cold thing is just kind of lingering on. Uh, so I'm not going to get into you know, certain things tonight. But I am going to say this. The reason why we started this show was because we kind of wanted to try to bring people together. You know, the right side, the left side. Now, I'm not sure that it's possible. I really am not. I'm not sure that it's even close to being possible. Because there are way too many ignorant, stupid people out there. 
And I'm not Amen. trying to be mean. No, it's true, though. But here's the problem. It's tearing people apart. It's tearing families apart. Yeah. You can't question things without being called stupid by people that you love. You can't question science. You can't question the government. You can't question anything without being called stupid. And if you have a shred of evidence that might be true, it might not be true, but it's a different fact. It's a different way of looking at things. Having an open mind saying, hey, look, not everything is as clear cut as it may seem to you. Here's another side. Look at it. Right. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. I'm going to see on either side. Trump is being hailed as the holy of holy. And I've been guilty of that. But on certain things, he was wrong. And I can admit that. Right. But there are people out there that cannot just see past their own, whatever it is, political bias, whatever <laughs> it is, to try to look at another argument. And I don't understand that. I don't understand that closed-mindedness. I've never said something, you're not wrong for the way that you think. I may not agree with it, but there's a, there are two sides to everything. Right. And you, you, you and I have proved that together and to everybody listening over and over and over and over again, because, and that was the premise and that was the promise we made to each other when, you know, we started this whole thing and decided to set off on this little venture, but bring everybody at home up to speed. This happened because you happened to make a comment to your own dad. Right. About because we were having a conversation about, you know, again, I, I because, right, here's the deal. If we get thrown off of Facebook or YouTube, Spotify, whatever it is, I'm sorry. We'll find you. We'll you, be you back. Watch the show on Odyssey. You can watch the show on the SethWilliamsShow.com. Um, but, you know, when you talk about vaccines and you talk about, you know, COVID and that kind of thing, Look, I have questions. That's all it is. I have questions. Right. I, I don't believe everything that the government tells me. I don't believe everything that the government doctors tell me sometimes. I want, there are different sides to the stories. And, and all I'm asking for is some, for people to have a conversation. But you can't even have a conversation without being called stupid. And, and that's frustrating to me. And all I'm going to say about that, Seth, is that's why I made the joke couple weeks ago with you where I said, January 1st, January 2nd, January 3rd, everybody you run into, you make eye contact with, hey, happy new year, happy new year. You'll open the door for somebody walking into a grocery store, happy new year. You'll exchange pleasantries. You'll, you know, see somebody in a parking lot, happy new year. You go to church, happy new year. By January 4th, we all stop saying that. Because we look at each other and we think to ourselves, what are we kidding? Who? It's the same old, same old, same old. And half of that reason for most everybody in America is our own families. And, and look, I'm certainly not criticizing my, my own family. I love my family. No, today, yeah. But I'm just asking questions about certain topics. Why aren't I allowed to ask questions without being called stupid? Questions. I, I don't understand that. You can have a difference of opinion. Right. I don't care what you do. And you want to get the shot? Go get the shot. Get ten of them. Right. The nature I'm of question. What I want to question. Right. The nature of question is it's open ended, and you are still searching for information. 
That's what, all I want. I really want drives, all the information. Yeah, what drives me nuts is the people that use the following fallacy in logic. That they just assert something with no facts. They assert something with no evidence. They assert something with no logical basis. And then sit back and say, okay, now you have to believe that until you prove that I am wrong. No, that's got science back ass words. Yes. What you do is you have evidence, you do you know, empirical studies, you do things, you draw conclusions, you have a sample size. And if we get away from just the opinion that because somebody has a different opinion, they're wrong, it's going to be tough. Look, we're not going to chicken out exactly. and we're not going to back off, but it's just going to be a little harder. I, I I would never sit there and, and, and call anybody. I have people on both sides of my family that disagree with some of the things that I say and some of the things I believe. Right. I don't think that they're stupid. I don't think they're wrong for what right. they think. I'm just saying that I have a different opinion and I may have some questions about what's going on. Right. And I don't think it's wrong to question those things. And why do we have to argue about it? Exactly. Why can't I say, here are the facts that I've seen. What do yes. you think about that? And Instead like I of said, being paid to feel like I'm an idiot, <clears throat> let's have a discussion. Thank you. And as a classically trained debater, <laughs> argumentation is not a fight. You can argue for days. As long as you're adding information and not making it personal, you know, then you got a chance to come out and find and get closer to the truth because you're both looking for the same answer. You just might be coming from the north and somebody else that's is coming from the south, and that's what's going on. And, and look, you and I have numerous debates off there yeah. about stuff. Amen. Because we don't agree a lot on things. But I've never sat there in a car and said, you're stupid. Or we never shut each other right. down to the point right. that we'd stop having a conversation. Right. And, and, what, and I, I don't understand. I just don't get it. What I, should I, be, I love people that have a different opinion because I love doing this. This is what I like doing. I like talking about it. Exactly. And the other thing is you should at least give people credit for the fact that they're interested in, in what makes things go round and tick and all of that other kind of stuff. Because there's all kinds of people that are content to just walk through life and do nothing except eat, drink beer and shop. Yeah, James says uh, preach, and then I, I just kept this up there because I do enjoy his little. Uh, no kidding, man. The little thing He's absolutely three, right. The Buffalo Bills and the prayer thing. That's good. James, yeah, I do, too. I do too. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, the mere fact, like because, I said, look, I have no job currently other than this yeah. because I can't drive a car yet because I got this stupid no leg thing going on. Um, I'm trying to get that changed, and I would love to be working. But in my free time that I have here, I do some research and I do read a lot of things. And so I'm trying to find answers to questions that I have. I'm researching things that I want to look at. And, and just because I have a different opinion than some people doesn't mean I'm an idiot. In fact, right. I might be more of not of an idiot because I'm trying to educate myself and do Thank the you. research. Thank you. I'm not just spewing an opinion. I'm giving an educated opinion. Exactly. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Caring yeah. is the first step towards learning, making a difference. Anyway, and learn. Yeah. Yeah. I certainly don't want to argue with my family about stuff. Dude. I mean, that's the last thing in the world that I want. My family is the most important thing in the world to me, especially since all this. I, I've needed my family more than ever. The last thing I want to do is argue. Mark says you know, my sister thought it was a dumb 
It was dumb Republicans, was dumb. Were, Republicans battling were battling for the speaker. It kind of I is. <laughs> well, it is, but it, it isn't. isn't because, and as a Democrat, I will tell you, I resent the fact, or, or let's put it this way, bemoan the fact that the opportunity to reach across the aisle and say, hey, you make some really good points. We will do things really different. And to have both sides come out and say, let's roll up our sleeves and fix things, because that's the whole premise of this show. Yes. Neither side is 100 percent right. No, and both sides are showing that ineptitude. When you hear things like there hasn't been an amendment to a bill argued in front of the full House or Senate in six years, they ain't working with us or for us, neither side, et cetera, et cetera. So if nothing else comes out of this speakership mess, other than the fact that there are some people saying, let's go back to basics, let's take the money out of this, let's make sure we can read the bills before we vote on them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One step back at a time, and the good ideas that come from you guys listening at home and the sounding board that Seth and I give to both sides on this show, we're all dedicated to making things work for everybody. So once the House gets in line, we'll take it from there. Natalie says, I speak to everybody. I spoke to a young guy today outside of my apartment building. He came home. He seemed like he liked it. I love to talk to people. That's what I love, too. Amen, man. We got And that's the other thing. We got to get back to dialogue and discussion. You don't learn a damn thing from a tweet and you don't learn enough from a text. You got to look somebody in the eye and talk with them, not at them. 15 Democrats voted against Pelosi. That is yeah, that's very true. Please just listen to the government agenda and both of you parrot it like puppets. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, that, right. That ain't going to happen here, man. Because and I, I will tell you in the coming weeks, you're going to read and hear about where the bankers went and how things get funded and what happened when the stock market gave up on everybody that thinks they're players, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I really hope research. I hope that Chris is joking here because the last thing I do is parrot a government agenda. Yeah, he of course he is. You see the smiley face at the end? Yeah, okay. He just likes the center and smiley face in that. (laughs) But yeah, that's Uh, and well, it was just Republicans. Right, or do I have that wrong? Yeah, it's Republicans arguing with themselves at this point. Well, arguing amongst themselves, but also making points that should be made by both sides. That's why I think the D's are just as much to blame for that. The yeah. opportunity is there for every single congressperson, man or woman, Republican or Democrat, independent, whatever, to sit there and look and say, we know that campaign financing and too much money and lobbyists are what's wrong here. Let's kick them all out of our house and start over. That would be a breath of fresh air. Make everybody feel good again about what was going on. The problem is, is that they're doing what most people do and and families even today. Yeah. Talked about earlier. They just call each other stupid and then go the other direction. Right. Right off the bat. And if that's is what is going to happen, we are in for a long, long process here. Uh, We got Tony Masaccio. All right. On the line. Tony. Hey, how are you guys? I am at Royal Breakfast and More, located at 500 Royalton Road in Broadview Heights. As you can see, I'm with Saeed here, and we are making chicken paprikash with dumplings. For breakfast. This looks great, guys. 
So, so that's not the that, raw breakfast. That's the more part, dude, huh? This Look at is that. the more part. Exactly right. I was just going to say that, Mike. The coolest part about this is you can come here. They're open seven days a week, 8 o'clock until 2 p.m., breakfast and lunch. And the beauty is you can have this chicken paprikash at 8 in the morning, or you can have, Seth, listen to this, a cheeseburger at 8 o'clock nice. in the morning. Nice. Isn't this great? No, so, I'm not going to lie to you, Tony. I have actually been to uh, Royal Breakfast. I had a wrap there, I believe, and my wife had a seafood omelet, and it was all fantastic. Yes, wow. and look at this presentation. What's on the top of that lettuce right there are edible flowers. Yeah, wow. I remember that. Yeah. I remember they had that on my plate, yeah. too. That was really good. Yeah. So this is really cool. I'm going to actually walk into the dining room. Well, let me just show you this real quick. Look at the presentation on this pancake. They didn't just make this for me on the presentation, guys. This is how it comes. Move your, move your thumb. You're blocking you it. There we there go. Yeah, go. Yeah, we can see that. Can you see that? Is that beautiful? Yeah. yeah so as cool. it said, this is made for everybody when mm. you order, whether it be pancakes or you order their waffles. Look at this presentation. It's like That's a fine dining nice. restaurant that is open Again, seven days a week. This was formerly a Chinese restaurant, wow. which, again, has been, they've only been open for about four months here. So after they cleaned all the soy sauce off the walls, <laughs> it came out pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tony, let me ask you, you too, Seth. Do you ever get the taste for breakfast at dinner time? Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Absolutely. Every once I, in a while, man, it's just like, I want ham and eggs i want you know but and by the same token to be able to go to a place like you're at and get a cheeseburger at eight o'clock in the morning that's fabulous too especially since some it people is. work all night so if you put eight hours you're in right. you're not locked into oatmeal get yourself a cheeseburger go home and sleep good yeah scott says that's and no them, IHOP. looks good no kidding man <laughs> and and to them it's like four o'clock in the afternoon i agree no mike that's very true you know, Amen, it's a little different man. than we used to go out drinking, though, three o'clock in the morning and then have breakfast or have. Oh, dinner yeah. At, Somebody's know, asking, please give us the city. Give us the name and address of this place again. Somebody else is already wants to go there. Perfect. So, again, it's called Royal Breakfast and More located at 500 East Royalton Road. Don't mistake this for Royal Lunch, which is down the, down street the road. Yeah. In, <laughs> yeah. Which is in North Royalton. Unfortunately, yeah. The name is is the street. It's Royalton Road. They both called it Royal. Um, okay. So again, this one, there are no affiliation. One is in Broadview Heights, which is the one that I am at. They have right. 150 seats in here. They also have catering. They wow. have soup that is made every day. And Seth, as you had said, what's cool about this place, everything's made from scratch. Yeah. Everything is made from scratch. Can you yeah. get a... So, can you get a big quart size or couple quart size uh, large to go soup and take it home with you? You can. You nice. and this chicken paprikash, you can get to go, Mike. Whatever you oh, can get man. a fifty gallon drum if you want. They'll make it for you. I would tell just Tony always ahead, finds guys. great places to go to, but I got to say, man, after twenty five years of driving all over this country and eating in all fifty states. One, we're blessed here. We got to put up with the winter and all that other kind of stuff. We are blessed here because there is some great eating here in Northeast Ohio. There just is. 
Mike, it's not only great eating. We have the greatest cost of living for these places too. I mean, you True. go to New York City. This burger oh. that I am showing you right now, that's twenty-five bucks. You it's got that right. 12, it's under twelve dollars here. This mm. vegetable bowl, it is completely filled with veggies, cheese, spinach, avocado, two sunny side eggs, as you can see, with a little cheese on top. I am getting you guys salivating like Pavlov's dogs. Yeah, and we put you on at 5.15, and then for another hour and 45 minutes, I got to sit there with my stomach growling. From now on, you're on at like 10 minutes to 7, dude. Mike, here's another great thing. They have a beer and wine license, mimosas, early oh. in the morning. Oh, Very nice. inexpensive, too, which oh. is really cool. And the right. staff is wonderful here. They have three chefs that are in the back house, um, and what's nice about it, they have experience of chefs in this place of over 70 years. Wow. It's unheard of. Seven now, years I, I, ago. I will say this, too. They oh, are great. handicap friendly because I was there in my wheelchair months ago. And you know, I thought, again, I was able to get in easy and sit down. It was great. We had a great time there. Nice. And it's right across yeah. in that plaza, across from uh, like Handles and Boneyard, right? Yes, right. Exactly. Seth, so the... Landmark is right here by Route 82 and Broadview Road. Uh, it's, you know, it's right in the shopping center here. It's next to Coffee Club. Yeah. As I said, they've only been open for about four months. They are really doing a great job here because there's no other breakfast place in the area. This is nice. one of those places where it's worth the trip. 71 is right down the street and 77 okay. is on the other side of the street. So okay. it's not far from the chains, which obviously have the Bob Evans down the street. Um, okay. And, you know, you got to. Make sure you take care of these local guys. You, you do. Yeah. You just do. You know, Did the they family own another restaurant or no? Say that again? Did they own another restaurant or no? Because they, they did actually they've had other ones in Mansfield. They've had some out of town. Um, actually John Dady that owns it is he's uh from uh Egypt, actually. There are three guys oh, wow. that are from Egypt. So huh. and that's where you get the Mediterranean flair here. So you not only Ouch. can get American food you can get grape leaves here you can get falafel Dude. mike isn't this wonderful yeah you're making me hungry some, i find some great gems I you really do. do this place been open four months and you already found yeah. it and you're reporting on it dude you're yeah. just got... and, I, and i and i did my show here about a month ago and i gotta tell you I fell in love with it i became a regular now and i All even right. told john i said if i can just get you a couple people here to turn into a regular every day Guess what that does? It pays for utilities. Bingo. Yeah. And that's you know, what we want to do. I and mean, that's our whole feature here with us. My dad had his own restaurants. And I'll say hats off to you for pushing family places because anybody that's like puts their heart and soul into opening a place and doing their best and stuff like that. And, and then has to hope that everybody supports them and not go to the chains. God bless. I, you know, I wish them luck. Yeah, and you know what, Mike? That's a great point. And people don't realize, you know, to get this store open, as it said, they had to clean the place up. There was a $200,000, $250,000 bill to get all the chairs and to get wow. the new equipment. So, and that's not unusual in this industry because that's the low end. Yeah. There's yeah. a place that we're going to be talking about down the street, which is called Fire 45. It's been a white elephant. Everything that's opened up there is literally yeah, not done very well. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Huh. So he rebuilt it, added on to the place. He bought it for $600,000, put another 600000 into it. Wow. That's, be that's before you pour a beer. 
Amen. So again, so so yeah. again, you know, and, we and you're in Broadview Heights. More, I I yes. grew up there, man. My dad had all the Angie's pizzas at one time. The uh, Kanicki family had it now, and Joe Christopher and all that stuff. So, but back in 1955, the year I was born, that's when we started Angie's. So restaurants in Broadview Heights are kind of close to my heart. Very cool. So and they got a huge menu there, don't they? They do. They actually have 115 items on the menu. Oh my gosh! That's yeah. the more and the more and the more. Can you yeah. imagine that? <laughs> I mean, most of these menus after the pandemic is a handful of five, yeah. six, maybe ten items, a couple entrees, and some sides. Yeah. So I got to give them credit. You know, just like this, you don't walk into a diner like this and be able to find a chicken popper kosh. And grape leaves on the same menu. No kidding. Chicken popper yeah. are fantastic. It does. It really does. So sweet. Hey guys. So let me uh just mention my place. I'm gonna be yep. uh obviously every Saturday morning. You can listen to me live on 1490 W E R E A M. You can just click listen live and hear me at 10 a.m. I do two segments between 10 o'clock and eleven, and I usually recap places like I am doing right here at Royal breakfast and more. Hey, let me leave you with this. In Oklahoma, this happened a few months ago. I don't know if you remember reading this on the internet, but two semis collided on the highway and one of them was carrying sex toys. It spilled the entire contents across the freeway. This is a whole new meaning to the injury lawyers who in the hell they're going to screw. <laughs> Jeez. Thank you, Tony. Nice, Tony. I'll talk to you guys next Wednesday. Yeah, I'll see you next Wednesday because you're on Wednesdays. You're with us. We're Thank glad you, to have you. Bye bye. I'll tell you what, that's a hell of a segment, but Royal Breakfast and More. You can vouch for it too. Royalton Road. It, I've been there and it's really good, man. Wow. It really is. And I've been there. I, I went there when they first opened up. So um, it's been a while since I've been here, and I was still, like I said, in a wheelchair. Uh, but my wife and I had a nice breakfast there. It's not nice. expensive, and mm. it's comfortable. It's a good place. So, yeah. But I, I will say this. He's right. You could tell it was a Chinese restaurant when you walk in. Really? Because they still have remnants, like the big board in the background, like the like looks like the all of China on it and stuff. <laughs> so uh -huh. you can definitely uh -huh. tell it was a Chinese restaurant. But, it, yeah, they've done a great job with that place. Cool. And it, it is very, very good. Uh, I'm hungry. I used the to rest of the show all the time man. when we go out to eat for dinner because I'm not crazy about cooking it. Wow. I used to work at Bob Evans when I was a kid, like 16 years old, and I would okay. get pancakes and stuff for dinner all the time, and I loved it. I but love now I have cook. no leg, so probably not a good idea. I love to cook. <laughs> but I'm now Do you, I'm do you cook a lot of I breakfast really... stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I worked at I worked at Alice's restaurant in Malibu back in the day. Um, I've uh, I could probably make uh, eggs breakfast for you every day for a year, and you'd never have the same thing twice. That's awesome. So yeah. I used to work at a my but, best job cooking was at Hooters in the flats, and I was a maestro. Wow, on the fryer and on the grill. Cool. But yeah, so I was pretty good at that. Oh, my girlfriend just does eggs like and breakfast like, and one of our favorite things to do together is just like make something up in the kitchen together. We eat good, we do. You like to scramble her eggs? Yeah, I do, and yeah. she likes to fry my bacon, so it's even. Nice. 
I was going to say something about your sausage, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Joe Burdick is going to join us in just a few. We're going to get into the uh, the whole thing about the uh, NFL player collapsing on the field. We'll get into that a little That's bit. That's coming. Uh, and a whole lot more. So uh, just keep hanging with us. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. Winter is here. So call Charlie's Auto Repair for snow plowing needs. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. And right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Jusilka. We are live. And uh, Monday and Wednesday nights now. Very excited. Uh, nice. Thanks to our restaurant reporter Tony Masaccio for joining us uh, just a little bit a little bit ago there, talking about royal breakfast and lunch and or royal breakfast and more. Sorry, and uh, Broadview Heights, good stuff. And don't forget to get your shirts and your stickers at thesethwilliamshow.com. Thesethwilliamshow.com. You can see it on the bottom of the screen there. And right now we are joined by another fantastic sponsor, uh, Joe Burdick of Burdick Custom Flags. Joe, how you doing? Hey, doing. Hey. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year to you too, Joe. You might have to turn your camera sideways if you can. I sure can. There you go. There you are. All right. All right. And we have, we're having Joe on, Berta Custom Flags. You just heard a commercial. Uh, Berta Custom Flags he does a great job with the uh, 
you know, these homemade American flags, patriotic, they're fantastic, they're awesome. I got one in my kitchen. I need to get an updated one, one of the wavy ones. Uh, but he's a good friend and a good sponsor of the show. And something very cool happened with you, right? With uh, Cleveland.com, right? Yeah. So uh, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland.com uh, profiled me back in July. They actually had me on the cover of the Plain Dealer, excuse me, on the 4th of July, which is appropriate. And um, it at at the end of the year, they picked out their favorite stories of people they profiled throughout the year, and I was one of them. That's awesome. Yeah, I I looked at the article briefly, and I didn't really look at anybody else because I didn't really care. Um, But I looked at your stuff, and yeah, I mean, tell people what you do and where your flags go, where they've gone, some of the people you've given them to. Tell everybody about Bird of Custom Flags. Yeah, so I started off about eight years ago making uh, wooden flags. They're a a lot different now than how I did it back then. But I I started doing them for my friends that were first responders and veterans. And it turned into a little side gig. Then it turned into a a full business. And now people know me everywhere, even if they don't recognize me. They know me everywhere. I ship them all over the country. I, I do charities. I raise tons of money for different charities. Um, I'm really proud of that. And people contact me all the time asking for me to contribute to fundraisers, which I, it kills me when I can't do it. But I've done them for people like Marcus Luttrell, um, Travis Mills, uh, the American Sniper, um, Chris Kyle's widow, Taya Kyle. I've done them for Neopat. I've done them for uh, fallen police officers. I have one hanging in the Capitol building. Um, you wow. name all over the country. I've shipped them, and I, I love it. I can't remember where I was. I was somewhere just the other day, and it was like an office of some sort, and I looked up, and I saw a flag. Do you have any, maybe a North Royalton High School or anything? Um, the uh, rec center. Might have been the rec center because I, I was sitting there and I said, I recognize the flag and it was one of yours. No doubt. Yeah, I There was one dedicated for all of the branches of the military in North Royalton. And actually, Congressman Gonzalez came into town and said the most wonderful things about my flag. I felt like I owed him money because it, what he said was, I couldn't have been more thrilled, um, you know, that a sitting congressman would say what he said about my flags. But there's I've got one hanging in um, Mario's Barbershop. I've got oh, yeah. In, yeah. Uh, they're all over the place over here at uh, um, Mission Barbecue. Um, you can see me and my flags pretty much everywhere. A friend yeah. of mine got a police department in uh, Parma Heights getting something for his car and he happened to look up and there was one of the ones we did with Triv uh, a couple of years ago, still yeah. hanging there. You know, I love it. They're everywhere. You, you know, what's funny is that the other day I didn't get a chance to tell the story on, on the area because I was sick, but I had a run in uh, where I needed the police. And so I had to actually call the Broadway Heights police to come out and help me with something. And they showed up. And I happen to know the majority of them because of the event that we did where we gave them a flag and we gave them uh, Billy Morris and smoking rock and roll, you know, brought lunch out to him and everything. And it was so cool because I knew the guys 
mm-hmm. for helping out with the, you know that. And they have one of your flags there too. They're yep. all over the place. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I you know I put a lot of time and a lot of pride in my flags, and knowing that I can help people raise money for different organizations, you know that's amazing. When and when people seek me out uh, all over the country, you know I. I I never dreamed when I started doing this eight years ago that they would turn into what they do now. And my wavy flags have been unbelievably popular. And, you know, I, I love making, making those. And you're right. We knew we need to upgrade yours and I need to get you a wavy flag over there. Cool. Sandy I want to ask you guys. Hey, yeah. Sandy. I want to ask you something, Joe. It's yes, been said that a good sculptor will look at a piece of marble and get a feel for what's in that piece of marble. Your flags don't just hang on a wall. They just kind of live on that wall, especially like you said, the wavy ones. Do you experience the same kind of thing when you look at a piece of wood and you get a feel for what that final finished product's going to look like? Can you feel that before you even get started with it? Well, if you compare me to somebody that can work with marble, that's an insult to them. But yes, you know, when, when I when I get out there and I start getting those grinders going, it, it has to be what an artist must feel like. That uh-huh. can because I, I, I'm watching flat pieces of wood just sculpt into something that, you know, to me, it's it's art. It's it, it's my own form of art. But it is. I, I get beautiful working with those wood chips flying everywhere and uh-huh. you know all the dust and and for me it's a lot of fun i i it's it's such a joy to be able to make those things you know and 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 that people you know want them and christmas was insane how many people ordered flags and i loved it every Good minute scott yeah. wants to know what's the furthest customer you've had um, well, I mean, I haven't shipped any out of the country yet, so it would have to be, uh, the communist state of California. No, I'm nice. kidding. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> the people's uh, Republic of California, right? You know, actually, you know, one of the biggest thrills too, aside from, you know, doing the thing we do with John Rich every year, but this article, uh, that was in cleveland.com, Brenda Kane did an amazing job. There's a guy that follows my social media. His name is Josh Gunter. He, he's a photographer, yeah. but he, he believed in what I do so much that he referred me. And finally, the plain dealer took interest in me. But my story was picked up. This story was picked up by Stars and Stripes magazine, which is a national magazine, military based, but it's been around since the Civil War. Yeah. That- was such an honor for me to be in Stars and Stripes magazine when all over the world. I, I mean, that was that was really cool for me. And you've done some stuff with Fox News, haven't you? Yeah, you know, Fox News, um, they, they love me there. They had me on three years in a row on New Day Cleveland. Um, I wasn't on this year, however, but last year they had, <clears throat> excuse me, they had me on live in the studio, and that was really cool. I was there with um Dave Mortash and with um, Travis Mills. So that, that was really cool. Um, but I've done stuff with, I was on Jimmy Donovan's show. I was recently on my first national, first national interview I did with Dan Ball. He called me up and asked me to be on Real America on the uh, uh, One America News Network. So that was really cool. Um, 
but yeah, I've been getting uh, a lot of uh, notoriety. You know, uh, we talked the last time I talked to you, um, um, Marcus Luttrell invited me out to Houston for his fundraiser. So I went out there for the Lone Survivor Foundation. That was really cool to represent Cleveland and my brand a little bit. So yeah, I've been doing really good things with my flags. I have, I have another question for you. There are yeah. all kinds of across this country, civil war, um, round tables, reenactment groups, et cetera, et cetera. There are round tables and organizations for World War One, World War II, the Revolutionary War. Will you, if someone requests it, also do a period flag for someone like the original stars and bar the 13 uh colony stars the civil war flags will you be able to do historical ones for people as well yeah you know that's a good question uh mike i've done uh the bennington which was a really cool flag and admittedly i knew nothing about the bennington and uh so i looked it up and that was kind of neat I've done uh, the Spirit of 76, you know, the, uh -huh. the, the Betsy Ross thing. And one time uh, uh, a, a guy from Florida ordered the um, the rebel flag and I did that. But, you know, I, so I would do stuff like that. I will never do an ISIS flag. I won't do a Nazi. And, right, 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 right. You know, but if somebody wanted, you know, an old style flag, yeah, I'd absolutely do that. Uh, we got a message here from a good friend of the show. As a veteran, let me personally thank Joe for what he does. That flag means more to those of us that serve than you can possibly know. Bravo, sir. Yeah. Amen. I, as a veteran myself, you know, I I love our flag. And I always say that the American flag represents everything that's good in this country. And it doesn't represent anything that's bad. So, our flag has seen a lot of good and bad, but it always represents the represents good. the good side. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I remember real quick before how I met Joe. Um, he was listening to the trip show, and Trip wanted to know something, and Joe called in with the information, and then we started talking about his Facebook page, and so I looked up your flags, and I was looking at him, and I I showed Triv, and I said, Trip, you gotta look at these flags, and Trip gets approached with like four billion things a day. And so he, he was kind of like, oh, whatever. I said, no, you have to look at the flags. And so he looked at it and he goes, all right, give me one of those for the benefit. <laughs> and so I called you and we got a hold of you. We were able to get you to do one for the Coats for Kids benefit. Right. And it was very nice, very gracious of you to do that. And then that night we gave it away and we're sitting outside. And the next morning, Trip and I were talking before breakfast and he goes, yeah, get Joe to give me another flag for tonight. I was like, what? I was like, why didn't you ask him yesterday? So I called you, Joe, and you were like in a, I think it's like an event down in Canton, I think. Mm -hmm. And I asked if you could bring out another flag. He said, I'm gone all day. But you still did it, and you ran the flag out that night for the second night of Coach for Kids. And you showed up with another flag to give away to help raise a lot of money for Coats for Kids. A lot of money. And a relationship started there, and it's been there ever since. You know, it was cool about that night, too. So it was hot, and I was sweaty all day. And I come in, and I'm like, you know, and I, I see Triv, and I see you. And, Mike, you were killing it on stage. And Triv's like, all right, we're going to wait around a couple of minutes, and then we're going to go on stage. And I'm like, who? He's like, <laughs> 
you. So I'm like, everybody else is dressed nice and, you know, they're killing it. And I'm in this old T-shirt and baseball hat. They bring me up on stage. And, yeah, I mean, I'm so honored that Triv liked what I did. And, you know, I felt I always felt like a friend with him afterwards. And, you know, being able to help Debbie and those guys at Coach for Kids, I told him, anytime you need me, Triv, I'm there. And, you know, my last conversation with Triv was he's like, you know, save the date, March 22nd or whatever it was. He's like, I know you won't remember. So Seth will call you. We have another benefit coming up. He loved helping out. And I loved that he believed in me. And Seth, you'll appreciate this right here on my desk. Look what I have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I I love being able to do that stuff. and, And I love that he believed in me and you know, I I love that my flags can help in some yeah. way. And well, you got to feel proud that you have one of your flags hanging in the Capitol. You know what? I am. That's I'm just so, got to be. So, I'm so proud, Mike. I mean, when I was asked, you know, to make one and I said, I'll be, you know, I want to hand deliver this thing to D.C. My son and I drove to D.C. and we we personally delivered that thing. And, you know we were able to tour the white house and we were able to tour the Capitol building and it, it was such an amazing experience, but, but yeah, knowing my flag is in there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, that, that's that's awesome. one of the highlights of the things that I've done. Well, how do people get a hold of you and your flags? Yeah, they can reach me and on my social media, uh, Burdick custom flags, B U R D I C K Burdick custom flags, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and my website is burdickflags.com and if they want to call they can call me at 440-305-2065 Paul Rattles giving you crap he says hey Burdick raise your camera I'm looking up her nose <laughs> sorry Paul yeah, there you go man, yeah. man, we get that picture of Paul on the screen that's what he, you know, he's going to complain about that right <laughs> it's nice yeah. Paul's listening though hey Paul yeah. how you doing we appreciate uh, Joe you coming on tonight. And again, where can people see this article? It's in Cle- on Cleveland.com, right? Yeah, they can go to Cleveland.com. They can just look look up Burdick Custom Flags. In fact, if they look up Burdick Custom Flags, they'll find all kinds of good articles and video, um, and even the you know the one in Stars and Stripes magazine. Uh, yeah, they can find me everywhere. All right, that's just great as it should be. We appreciate you being a sponsor for the show and a friend as well. I appreciate everything you do for me. So uh, I appreciate everything and thank you so much. And we will talk to you again soon, Joe. All right. Love you guys. Keep up the you great too. Time. You too. Happy brother. New Year to you and your family, man. Have a great year, Joe. Yep. I hope so. You too, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Bird Custom Flags. Bird Custom Flags. Look them up online. Check them out. Bird Custom Flags. On Facebook and everything else. So let's take a quick break, Mike. We got one Spiegelberg coming up in just a little bit. Uh, give away some tickets. We got to get into this uh, NFL player collapsing on the field. Did you watch it? Should I didn't I play see the it video live. Tonight? I didn't see it live. I've seen the. Are we going to get banned if, too many if, times? But... Are we going to get banned if I play the video? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think so. Right? We can play the video. No, I've seen it everywhere. All right. Well, we will do that and much more when we get back. Keep it here. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. 
He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go. Local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney, no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. 216-233-4240. How about that? We even have the voice of the Cavaliers doing commercials on this show. No kid on this Tim show. Tim Alcorn is doing commercials on this show. It's going to be a great year this year on this God really. show. Yep. We'll see what happens. Not starting off out that great, man. Everybody's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> People collapsing on football fields. we got actors getting crushed by snow plows and been yeah. a 12 year to start. And then, too, you know, uh, we ran through that list of people that we lost. Remember, we thought, well, this is the last show of the year. And then, like, the next four days until the 31st, we lost like three, four more other people Barbara Walters and yada, yada. So life goes on and then it doesn't. And the same old, same old. And which is why today's July 4th, so most people will stop saying Happy New Year. It's the same year. <laughs> it's it's, it's already is. over. The happiness is already over. Uh, God bless you. I order one for Jim Jordan and myself after the show. Nice. There you go. Um, we can talk about the Cavs, I guess, a little bit. because. Um, well, here's the thing as far as I will. calling up in just a couple minutes here. To All right. Until he calls in, I will tell everybody my intention – uh, Monday night after the show was to watch Cavs game. So that's all I thought about. I didn't even think about Monday night football, even though it was the Bengals and the Bills and all the implications and all that. So I'm sitting there when I first turned the game on, the Cavs were losing by 21. And then they started to come back and I got this feeling, wow, maybe they might pull this out. This would be a really good. And I'm really deep into the comeback and my phone vibrates and it's a text from you, and all your text said was, did you see that? And I figured yeah. you were talking about the game, and I turned the game on just in time to see everybody in a circle kneeling and a whole stadium full of people standing there in shock. Yeah, so, and, and, well, yeah I guess we can just talk about whatever. But, I mean, yeah. It, it, well, we got Will actually on the line right now. But All right, let's get him. It's you know, unfortunate let's get him. that. 
The Cavaliers had one hell of a game. Mitchell had probably one of the best games of all time. Yeah. 71 points. And and like it was overshadowed by I mean a tragedy. I mean, obviously, but let's bring Will on real quick. We'll get to have some tickets given away. Will Spiegelberg, how are you? Hey, hey. There he is. I am fantastic. How about you? All right, you too. Turn your phone sideways. So you can sideways? fill up the screen. Yep. Just turn it sideways. There we there go. Is. Bingo. Look at that. No. I got my hat on from the from my performance at in your uh, podcast. I, I am always wearing it. Oh, the I'm so proud of subway that. hat. We can't see it, but oh here. There it there is. There it is. There, bingo. <laughs> I had subway last night, actually. Yeah. Cool. Ah. So what do you Happy New Year, first of all. Oh, Happy New Year, too. Yeah. And where are you uh, at tonight? Pardon? Where are you at tonight? I'm just home. I, I really, I, I wanted to go to the game so bad. And I said, oh, I was just too tired. A lot of work. I gave away the tickets uh, on the show a couple weeks ago to the to tonight's game. And then um, they're playing the, the they're playing the uh, Suns. Yep. Right. So they're at seven o'clock. They're playing the Suns. Anyway, but what a performance by Donovan Mitchell. 71 points. What a game. It was a hell of a game. Too bad it was overshadowed by, you know, what happened. Your thumb is in the way of the screen there, Will. Okay, there we go. There we go. Yeah, but too bad it was overshadowed by the, you know, the Monday Night Football tragedy. But, yeah. yeah, it was a hell of a game the other night. I mean, that was great. So, Well, you talked about Tim Alcorn. Uh, he is a major, major, major Buffalo Bills fan because he, he grew up in Buffalo or somewhere around there. Oh, oh really? I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He had some nice tribute to the gentleman on uh, on Facebook today. But um, anyway, um, and I, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm going to the charge game on Sunday, which is fantastic because, it, first of all, it's in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And um, Steve McClave of the charge, he's amazing. If you have if anybody has a person they can't buy for or a person that they don't understand what to get them for Christmas or their birthday, just call Steve McClave of the charge and he will he will put together a package that's fantastic. Great, whether whether it's bling, whether it's tickets and bling, and it's it, he's just amazing. In a, and he got a hold of the Mad Ants people to call me and ask me where I wanted to sit. And of course, I have uh, pretty good tickets for the the charge. Seth and I are going in a couple of weeks. Yes, we and, are, uh, and uh, that should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, nobody will sit in front of Seth. You know, uh, <laughs> the ch- chances are pretty good that, that no one is going to sit in front of Seth. Right. Hope, hope I can get my leg down there. Uh, uh, we're we're going to get you down. Oh, no, we'll get you down there. Don't you worry about that. Anyway. So what are you giving away gonna, tonight? We're going to give away tickets to the Clippers game, which is going to be on the 29th at 7 o'clock. On, that's a Sunday. And the uh, the question tonight is going to – oh, and by the way, last, last week our tickets were given away to Ed Durwall of um, um, Oregon, Ohio, and he called, he called me at uh, 216 216- Two three three four two four zero. So the tickets we gave away last uh, last week are going to be enjoyed by Ed later on this month. If if you, uh, I want to say if they call if folks call me or the folks call you, well we'll get you the tickets. All you have to do is get SeatGeek application. Um, right. But anyway, the, the question tonight is: Jetty Osmond is a phenomenal player. He's a great player. What country does he hail from? And that, there's two possible answers, and I'll take either one of the answers. So 
Give okay. me a call at 216-233-4240 or email us, text us, whatever it is, and we will definitely get the tickets to you somehow, some way, if you give us a email address and we work together. Seth and Mike at Outlook.com. Seth and Mike at Outlook.com. And that's two or tickets. Give a call. That's two tickets to Sunday, January 29th, game against the Clippers. Should be against a the Clippers. Game. 7 o'clock against the Clippers. So if you can make it, let's do it, because I'm sure I may be there. I don't know. Uh, um, usually, I like going to the charge a lot more, a lot better, but um, I'll suffer I through a Cavaliers game charge like with Monday you. night. Yeah, so I, I want to do that. I look forward to a clip, uh, charge game with you. But we'll talk about that with tomorrow. Me? Call. Dude, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. You're talking about Mike Shizuka with me? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Seth, but you you want that to forget it. All right, all right. I'll wait. The, I'll wait. In the we are. We've got a bunch of. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna go have a good time. Game together. Right. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we You'll appreciate it, my man. We really You've thank you. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week. Thanks thank for you, being a friend of the show. See you soon. Char- Thanks for Charge everything, up. Charge up. We appreciate Will Spiegelberg again. Did you write down the question? Jenny Osmond, two yeah. country, where's he from? What country does he hail country? from? And just give him a call, 233-2420? Yes, 216-243-4220. And then, or you can email us, Seth and Mike at Outlook.com. Email us the answer. you got to have the CK cap, and you can win tickets to the Cavs game. Yep. So, it was very unfortunate. Yeah. And... So anyway, like I was saying, I'm sitting there watching and the yeah. momentum's starting to build. And I literally, you know, I opened a beer. I opened up a bag of pretzels. I'm sitting there. I'm getting into the game. And my phone vibrates. I look over and you texted me because you must have been in shock, too. Oh, yeah. You texted me. Did you see that? So then I thought, what's he watching? It's not the Cavs game because there was nothing that drastic. So I turn on Monday Night Football and everybody is kneeling in a circle and everybody in the stadium is in shock. And then after that, it was like, okay, they sent the team back to the and then to make a long story short, I ended up watching the game and then saw the replay of what happened uh, later on that night. So let's show real quick uh, a video of what happened on Monday Night Football. Now, that wasn't a big hit. That wasn't that the kind of that. that was the, the kind of tackle that you would see anytime in any game in the NFL on any given week. Correct. That that's just football being football. You're right about that. I don't know what happened. We nobody really knows what happened. Right. Why it happened, I should say. But the guy. Heart stop, cardiac arrest. <clears throat> he goes down after getting up and he goes down to the ground. They have to perform CPR for a good nine, ten minutes. And then they say when he got to the hospital, they had to resuscitate him a second time. So that kid, man, young man, um, is still not out of the woods. So everybody's thoughts, concerns, prayers, all that stuff is still 
the most germane thing, but uh, yeah, you don't. Uh, well, everybody in the stadium seemed to know that what they saw with their own eyes was not normal, was not, it was something different, and yeah. the 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 effect was just chilling. I mean, you could you could see everybody trying to even even people with microphones and headphones on whose job it was was to talk about what was going on were hard pressed to do anything except say this is shocking so so i guess there's numerous questions that i have you know, uh -huh. scott's had a cardiac episode yes i understand his uncle told him that yes we we get it yeah it was yeah, a cardiac episode i understand cardiac arrest but we don't know why that happened exactly we don't know why he had a cardiac episode we don't know whether right. it was a hit that he that the hit that he took, I guess, to the chest. Maybe it was. Was it something else? Did he have a heart problem growing up? Did he have something that he right. didn't know about that happened? It was I mean, there's a lot of people making a lot of speculation about why this happened. Um, there's a lot of people saying things that I'm not going to even say tonight. But you know, reasons why they think that you know he had the episode that he had. Yeah, that's um, I get that. But uh, so I don't know. I, I don't know I what it was. And then I ask other questions that I want to know. If this happened while it was in the locker room, while he was in the locker room waiting to go out or yeah. at halftime, and, and the game is you know, going on, it's halftime, they all go in the locker room, and something happens to him standing at the locker, and he goes down, and he's rushed off to the hospital. Do they finish the game? Did the NFL do the right thing? I think they did by calling the game. I think that was probably the right move. But yeah, would they have called it if it happened in the locker room and not in front of a stadium full of 70,000 fans live on national television? I'm not sure that they would have called the game. I'm not yeah. sure you would have even heard about the story until after the game was over. I don't know. These are questions that I'm asking. Have you any thoughts? You can join the show. Just click on the link that I posted, or you can <clears throat> go ahead and leave your messages on the WCT's dot com message line or again give us a call on the charlie's auto repair um hotline you can call into the show um what do you think i, I saw skip bayless getting all kind of crap for a tweet that he put out he put out a tweet basically saying what's the nfl going to do this is an important game yeah. that needs to be played it has a lot of impact on the nfl and the season and he's given a lot of crap because it was bad timing i guess but if you read his entire tweet he says but that's really irrelevant irrelevant right, right and and that's the whole thing and this is one of the things i don't like about social media because irony satire double entendre those don't come through in a text those don't come through in a tweet if you were listening to his voice and he said at the end of course, none of that matters. It's irrelevant. The sound of his voice would have told you that respectfully he was making a point that shouldn't have been mocked, but because it's in print and everybody... And that's what uh, Twitter blew up like crazy didn't. as the whole thing was going on before anybody knows anything. Um, ESPN saying all kinds of different things because they, they have a job to do. They're trying to fill time. They have no idea what the hell is going on. Right. They, they report, oh, the NFL says we got five minutes to to warm up and then they're going to be playing again. Well, that wasn't true. No. We don't know what was true. We no. don't know what happened behind the closed doors. You know, Sandy says the coaches decided that. You don't know if the coaches decided that or not. We have no idea whether the coaches had anything to do with anything. 
we're, we're being told certain things. I don't know. But I, I, I think we would have been different if the guy was in a locker room when it happened. But well, here's the thing: we can speculate about that, but that, but let's deal with what we did see. And I think the Buffalo coach and the Cincinnati coach standing there, looking eye to eye, talking to each other, and the Cincinnati coach just acquiescing and nodding his head before they pointed and said, "Let's get off the field." I I think we actually watched them say, "My team isn't ready to go forward." And And Cincinnati said, "God bless." We feel the same way. So I mean, there's an awful lot of stuff we don't know about, and we'll let people come in, talk, comment this, that, and the other thing. But I have, I'm going to say in a little while something that I haven't heard anybody say, and I think is is something really powerful to come out of this that needs to be discussed and celebrated. Yeah, and thoughts and prayers go out to the family and, of course, him. From everything that I've read, he seems like a good kid. Yeah. Uh, not a high draft pick, a six-pound or whatever. No. And, real and- hard to make it to the NFL. And then the story about how close he is to his little brother and how everything. His, yeah, his mom had him when he was six, when she was 16 years old, I think. Yeah. And. You know, he had a GoFundMe account set up for his mom's you know, toy drive or whatever, and right. he was like five million in the first day or whatever. For and this is it's a good story as far as the man goes. And right. I'm happy that people are paying attention. You know what? I'm happy that all of a sudden we have a country full of God fearing people that have lots Thank of you. thoughts and prayers going out to this young man. That's exactly what I want to build on, Seth, because here's the thing that struck me, and I haven't heard this out of any of the national media or anybody else. That that man's goal for his toy drive was to raise $2,500 so he could bring brand new toys into the neighborhood he grew up in, in Pittsburgh, and hand them out to the kids. Yeah. Okay? Everybody found out that that was his goal. And now, today, as you and I sit here, they have donated more than $6 million to that, that kid's toy drive. And that is so great. Yeah. Now, that also says something about this country because those $6 million came from R's, D's, red, blue, black, white, Catholic, Protestant, Jewish. It came from everybody. And it's yeah. a tribute to the fact that we are above and can rise above what's racist. This morning, I'm watching the news and there's video, surveillance video taken from a kid, not surveillance, uh, uh, phone video taken from a kid across the street from a parking lot in Akron where some kid is out there with a gun shooting the gun. And my whole point is when you watched and everybody's still praying for this kid that's laying in with an intubator in a hospital in Cincinnati and everybody's praying for him. And we all wish and care for, appreciate and and want the best for this kid in Cincinnati and rise above the things that separate us and make us different and, and, and get beyond the, the name calling and racism. That's the best of America. Just like when you look at the kids shooting the gun in the parking lot, when you don't like that kid, 
that's not racist either. It's about and, 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 we're finally seeing two examples of content of someone's character and not the color of their skin. There's hope for this country. The other thing that I, I liked seeing, because and I'm not going to go left or right on this, this right. issue because it's just stupid to do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I see people like Cory Booker, who said in the past, thoughts, thoughts and prayers are BS. Um, and yet the other day I saw a guy on ESPN bow his head and say a prayer live on television for this young man. Yeah. And for... 70,000 people to be praying at once in a stadium for a kid that just went down like that, I thought was great. And I, I it's too. really sad. And actually, you know, you know, Chris says it pretty good here. It's too bad that someone has to almost die on TV for people to be charitable. It's sad that it takes that. It's sad it takes it to become, you know, to be praying and, and, and come together like that. It is sad. But it was nice that people didn't care about the jersey that was on. Right, kids back. They didn't care about what city or what team he was from. Right, somebody almost died on the field. Actually, kind of did die on the field. Yeah, and and people yeah. came together. And it is sad that it, that's what it takes. And then you know, the people and there are people like, out there that really suck, like the guy on Twitter who got really mad that his because it messed up his fan football team. Yeah, that there's a special place in hell for you, my friend. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. So, you know, once again, it illustrated the fact that uh, there's there's something we can walk away from humbly and, and be proud of ourselves and humbly still continue to care about. Uh, I, you know, I, I wish for the best recovery for that guy. Um, plain and simple, just plain and simple. Reporting isn't speculating. Skip Bayless wasn't on the air. He had no reason to be putting his opinion out there other than him looking for cheap attention. I beg to differ. That is his job. His job is, one, to create controversy. Bad timing on that. Uh, but, two, his job is to be on Twitter, on social media. I know from being in radio for as long as I have, now social media wasn't around at the beginning, but when I was on the show with Triv, part of our job was social media. And right. if something happened at night when we weren't there, <clears throat> something happened in the morning when we weren't there, it was our job to be on social media, whether it was Twitter, Facebook, whatever it was, to make a comment, to put up an article, to make an opinion, to make get reaction for you know for the show. That was part of our job as social media, and that I'm assuming is part of his job. Now, I, again, if you read his tweet, it may have seemed insensitive at the time, but he also said that the game is irrelevant. But I and think meaningless it's a fair compared question. to what happened. Agreed. But it's also a fair question to say what is going to happen in the business of the NFL. Yeah. Look, I don't even want to talk about this because it's horrible for me to even think about. But my friend and my boss, a guy that I respected for decades doing the job that he did, passed away two hours before his show was supposed to start. And we weren't allowed to turn off the radio. We weren't allowed to take the day off. We had to go out there and do it. Yeah. And it was the hardest thing I ever had to do in my entire life. Right. It was harder than losing a leg going on the air and trying to do that show. Yeah. And so is it an unfair question to ask, I guess, on Twitter? Maybe. Nobody had any idea what was going to happen to this kid. We still don't know what's going to happen to this kid. 
Right. You're not going to cancel the NFL for the rest of the year. Correct. What are you going to do? Not play football the rest of the year? No more Super Bowl? It's unfortunate. It is. It's horrible. It is. And I feel for him. And I feel for his family. But and, what do you do now? You have to move on. Right. And that's part of the lesson, too, because things aren't instant and, and you know, you let things play out and whatever. It just. But again, like I said, there's more evidence of this country being capable of dealing <laughs> with content of character rather than color of skin. That was edifying to me. Yeah, Sandy well said, prayer and cable. Well, it was it was something. James, when an officer gets is killed in the line of duty, the other officers still have to finish their shifts. Yeah. I mean, I, I know yeah. it's football. I know it's entertainment. I get that. But, you know, these guys are, like it or not, I'm not being insensitive, not trying to be anyways, but they make a lot of money to go out there and do a, play a game and, and to do their job. That's their job. That's the line of profession that they chose. It's dangerous. I was going to say scary. it's chosen profession, too. But Nobody, it is. It yes, is a, you're right. And so, again, I think they made the right call in stopping the game that night. Without a doubt, they had to. Oh, yeah. But now what do you do going forward? I've literally been watching this for days, and I've actually heard some people on Twitter and some people on TV say maybe they should cancel the season. Well, maybe we should relook at football again because people with CTE and now now this happened. We don't know why this happened. You don't yes. just cancel football. Right. You're not gonna pay millions of dollars to watch guys or to have guys play flag football. Right. And I have so heard what do you do? I have heard um options about like uh letting that game go by the wayside because it's hard to put those two teams back on the same field and pick up the game right where it left off like nothing happened and maybe dealing with uh, winning percentage uh, and and both Buffalo and Cincinnati only play 16 games this year instead of 17 and then move on and go to the playoffs. But that's going to happen. Look at it this way. Not that long ago, Marshall University lost a team when the plane crashed. Yeah. They fielded a team the next year. Like you said, things go on, things endure. And, you know, part of it sometimes is a tribute when you carry on uh, after adversity like that. So I don't think we're seeing the end of, of the NFL because of this, but that doesn't, that, that doesn't diminish uh, the impact and, and uh, no. of being there or seeing it live like you did. I mean, you, you, you're the opposite of me. I'm watching the Cavs game with, you know, a, a, a beer and a pretzel, and you're, and you're watching the Monday Night Football with a Diet Coke and whatever you were doing. And so you, seeing it live, they said that people that saw it live knew that that wasn't a normal in, in, injury, that something was wrong. Did you get that feeling even at home? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah see, that's what I mean. This that's, is something bigger. That than... transcended any tackle or hit or sprained ankle or any of that stuff. You know, Daryl Stingley never, you know, was paralyzed after a hit and and stuff goes on and, and so on and so forth. So, again, it's the way you treat things as you go on and to have people respond the way they did is a tribute to the way we responded. I yeah, mean Mark says Tony Rossi had the best tweet that media members are competing for the best tweet about the incident. 
real heroes are the first responders. They yeah. were. Agreed. And man, they got out there and that was a hell of a scene to see. I mean, it really was. I mean, I never seen anything like that. And and then hats off to the the Cincinnati and Buffalo fans that ended up a couple hours later in a candlelight vigil outside the hospital. That was pretty classy too. What if the Bills match up against the Bengals in the playoffs? Cancel? Redraw lots? No, you have to. No, have no. To They'll play, play that game because it's a different game. But, but you see, can't I, pick up the pieces in the one that. No, you can't. There's no the way to finish the game. There is a way to finish the game. You, you, look, we're, we all experience loss in our lives. Right. I mean, I've experienced everybody. You know, my mom died when I was like, younger, when I was in my 30s. I mean, we all experience loss. All my grandparents are unfortunately gone. We all experience things that happen. I almost died less than a year ago. True. It's unfortunate what happened. I'm praying that this kid makes it through. What I've read, that he's been showing signs of improvement, which is fantastic. We don't know what it's going to end up turning out to be. True. But at some point, you do have to make up this game because there's a business to run. And it is what it is. Your thoughts. You guys can text into the show via the WCTs.com message line, or you can give us a call. I put the link out there. I'll put it out again. You can join in on the conversation. What do you think? What do we do? I, I don't know. Like, here we Victor go. Says, put a number three on everyone's helmet and play the game. Um, does yeah. that mean resume the the game at seven to three with half of the first quarter gone? Or does that mean if they meet each other in the playoffs, you just play a new game? I do wonder if this happened at a different stadium like Philly or somewhere else. Would have had a worse reaction post the game. I don't think so. Um, what my- if it happened in a locker room, like I said? What if they went to halftime and this kid or anybody passed out, had a cardiac event, passed out in the locker room, went down, they rush in, then he's taken to the hospital. We don't know what happened. It wasn't on, live on TV. 70,000 people in the stadium didn't see it. The only people that saw were the players, coaches in that locker room. Right. Does this still happen? No, I don't think it has the impact that everybody that saw it live across the whole country, you know, that I I agree with you. I think the magnitude of what everybody saw live uh, far outweighs what the the scene you're describing where something happened in a locker room before the game even started uh, and without, you know, um, something that, you know, I, I, no, it, it wouldn't have had the same thing. All I'm, I'm harking back to um, after President Kennedy was assassinated, there was a lot of talk that the NFL should suspend football on Sunday that weekend because everybody said, well, you know, it's just football and it's frivolous and the president just died. Nah, 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 nah. But then the decision was made that no, we carry on in America. And one of the ways to get back to normal was to play the weekend slate. And I, I don't know if it, I don't even know who the Browns played that weekend, but it. Did they cancel games after nine 11 for a week? I thought that they did. I, there you go. But it might've been because of safety concerns. Cause they didn't There's, know what could happen. Exactly. Big and stuff like that. Right. Big stadiums full of people. Uh, let's see. 
need to come together all the time, not just when there's a tragedy. Isn't that the truth, Natalie? No kidding. And like I said, what I liked about everybody's reaction, what I liked about the $6 million, what I liked about the prayers and everything else being human and not, you know, secular, uh, gives me a little bit of hope that we can do that. With all respect, you get back on the horse. It's part of the healing process. No I agree. Kidding. I agree too. Continue the game, correct down on time, score, refs, just different broadcasters. Yes, the broadcasters are what's wrong. That's, that's I wasn't a big fan of I, I don't like, was it Joe Buck and Troy Aikman that night? Troy Aikman was. Joe Buck, yeah. Not a huge fan, but you know, whatever. I mean, I, I saw people online criticizing them too. What are you supposed to do? No kidding. I mean, it's not like you learn that in the broadcaster's manual. I mean, one thing I didn't like, and I know this is going to sound, again, maybe bad on my part, but I'm just being real, though, is that I didn't like how they kept taking commercial breaks. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just showed me something that... Uh, right. There's nothing more important than this, and now a word from Burger King. Yeah, I, I don't need to see the ads for the burgers and, and beer. Stay with it. Show me what's going on. At least talk about what's going on. There's no bigger story there's nothing bigger than that right there. I so wonder. I, I know they got to get their ads in, but you got all night. Well, not only that, Seth, but it makes me wonder this. When all the news networks are covering the apocalypse, when the earth opens up, when shit comes out of the sky, when all kinds of stuff is going on and people go, oh my God, this is it. It's the end of the world. Will any announcer have the guts to go who needs a commercial you don't have to worry about nordstrom or dollar store because there isn't going to be a tomorrow and maybe we can watch the whole thing unfold without commercials would you stay on the air like if we were doing the podcast Hell yes and uh, we got an alert on our phone saying that the end of the world is going to happen in one hour yeah would you stay on and Count down that hour, and probably nobody's gonna be listening. Yeah. There might be some. I don't know. Yeah. See, that's you wouldn't want to be with your family, though. Well, yeah, I didn't. They, you know, they know where to find me. I'm here upstairs in the, you know, right in the big enough room with the piano. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the truth of the matter is, I look at all those people that like wear the camouflage and the makeup and and stuff like that, and have a lot of guns and. Because at the end of the world, it's, you know, they're going to spend the rest of their life making sure that nobody from across the street steals their water. If we ever get a message that there's a missile heading for Cleveland and it's going to strike at Edgewater Beach, I'm going to go stand in the middle of Edgewater Beach and hope that the missile hits me right in the forehead. Yeah, I don't I, want to be around for yeah, the rest of the over, time. I want it over as quick as possible in that no case. No kidding, man. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, my God, I have to repopulate the world with you? No, that's not me, dude. I'm out Kirk of here. says cops are typically put on leave for several days or weeks if someone is killed. Sometimes just if someone shoots a gun. Yeah, that's I'm very like, true. I, I understand that, but at the same time, Kirk, not the entire force. You know, the entire there's still cops out there on the streets if somebody gets shot. Uh, I mean, what yeah. I'm saying is the NFL has to continue. You know, we don't just stop policing. They will, but I I need to hear from more people at home as to what they feel about picking up the game that was suspended. 
did they replay and start over at zero zero or did they put the clock back to where it was and pretend nothing happened or do they just figure out winning percentage and have Cincinnati and Buffalo just kind of sidestep their way around that game. I think there's no doubt you got to pick it up where it left off. Same down, same everything, every, and just pick it up. And you do a nice tribute before the, the game starts. You do okay. a, a big thing in honor of that kid and, and make it an event. And then you have the guys go out there, shake hands, hug each other out, and then you play some football. In honor of that kid. Yeah. The, the kid put his entire life into playing football. Right. You know, it's not like somebody just picked up and we went to a fast food restaurant and learned how to flip a burger. This kid put his entire life to try to be drafted in the NFL. Amen to that. You go but out again, there and you honor him by playing the game and you do okay. a tribute to him. But start it up. Play the game. And it's just, like I said, ironic to me that because there is no closure yet, because we don't know if it's going to take another week or month or whatever until he like, you know, sits up and says hi, if that's, or whatever the outcome is, it's hard. It's just, we live in a world where everybody wants to know everything in a minute. Kirk is saying anyone involved in this case, all the players were there. I cannot believe, I can't believe he's almost agreeing with you, Mike, you know, he's like your enemy, Uh, but (laughs) he's, He's hey, Kirk, I love you. And Kirk, you're one of my I agree. You're one of my dearest friends here on the show, no doubt. But what do you wait for? Are you gonna wait until he passes before you let the Bills and his Bengals play again? Or are you gonna wait till he's like you said, sits up and says hello? I mean, what are you waiting for? Do it in honor of this kid. Play the game. Uh, when I'm standard leave, I'm assuming he's talking about the police. If yeah. they're involved in the shooting, yeah. come on. All right. Well, that guy's got a Bills logo. Which is not true. I, I said cops keep working. They don't. There are police that still man the streets when there's an officer-involved shooting. Well, here's yes, me agreeing with here's I understand that those Kirk. particular police aren't working that day. Well, but there are still police. You still go on. You still have to play the games. Here's the analogy, though, Seth. He's talking about the police that were involved. In this case, in this case, it's Buffalo and Cincinnati. It's so now we're going to sit to the best teams in in the league. We're going to tell them you're not playing any more football. No, we're we're not going to play another. No, we're going to tell them the entire season for these guys. Winning percentage is not going to affect. It's not going to keep anybody out of the playoffs. It deserves to be there. It's not going to affect the rankings. It's going to come down to winning percentage. And guess what? They may meet again in the playoffs and that will be fine because it's a new and different game. And you play that one in. Okay. It's still the same teams. It's still the same. You're still going to remember what happened that day. It's not going to be not playing the same game. If you just go out there tomorrow and restart it. It's a different game. It's a different. Everything's different now. So, right. But you have to play the game. It's still a business, and there's still again fifty some guys on each team that have fought their way to get to the NFL, and they're having dream years. Let them go out there and play. In my opinion, when Joe Theismann's leg came out of his skin, they moved him off and went to second down. Why would the Bengals forfeit a lead they earned just because of this tragic event? It's not their fault. 
I agree with that too. May sound insensitive, but it's kind of true, right? I don't know. I mean, they had a lead. They, I nobody did I anything wrong it. here. No, nobody I went out and shot somebody. <clears throat> well, that's the beauty this of this. We're not dealing with life or death or right or wrong. These are options. Any one of the options are doable. <laughs> well, we are dealing with life or death. I mean, this guy. There's no one I better than do. the other. I don't know. I don't know what you do. You know. Well, they need to play. The they game. need to play the game. I think this could continue, this continue on. No, that's there's still that's some with no closure with trip, but everyone I all true. That's the that's the beauty of the dynamics of why you can't make snap judgments and paint with a broad brush because every person, everything is much more complicated. Only simple minds want simple answers. Plain and simple. Yeah, you, you, you know, to carry on and figure and factor all of that stuff in. That's look, why I, we're discussing all of this. That's I'm not why saying, we're discussing this. I'm not saying go out there and move on from the kid. Right. No, you're right. I agree. Look, again, if you want to bring that, Victor brought up Triv. If you want to bring up Triv, nobody you haven't moved on. I have not moved on. No. But I still want to. I want to be a broadcaster. This is what I want to do with my life, right. whether it's podcasting, whether it's radio, whatever it is. Right. This is what I want to do for my life. I haven't forgotten about Triv. I never will. I haven't moved on from Triv. I never will. But I'm going to still pursue what I want to do. And exactly. these guys play football. Don't You don't forget about the kid. The kid's, one, the kid's not dead. And two, you but you still have to go on and play football. I completely agree. And... We, about a month ago, had somebody on who's in a movie, The War on the Diamond, about Ray Chapman, who actually was killed in a baseball game. And they played the next game. So you're absolutely right about um, dealing and moving on and life carrying on and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, it's just all this does, all moments like this does is make us confront our own humanity. Oh, yeah. That's all it does. And and, and I will tell you something. I, I'm not preaching. You're the biggest example of that with all, how many life or death, birth, importance, how many million different philosophical he- thoughts went through your head since April that you would have never had if you didn't step on a nail? Oh my God, my God, my life has changed like you can't believe. There's so Amen. many things that I look at differently, I think about differently. Since right. you know, when I sit there and I think about you know how many times I thought about this poor kid um being I guess not breathing on his own. I mean, I back in April on Easter was put on a, a tube myself. I was yeah. in ICU and a medically induced coma. I was in a coma and I wasn't breathing on my own. I had tubes down my throat. And I've and thought about this I, kid. I, I didn't yeah. know how, if I was going to, well, I don't know. Who knows? And, Maybe I, I didn't know I was going to wake up or what. I know what it felt like to have those tubes ripped out of my throat, though, and it sucked. But I've yeah. thought about things a lot differently now ever since it happened. And I pray and for I, this kid. And I personally can testify to the fact that you weren't selfish through all of this too, that you thought about everybody. I picked you up one time to take you to an appointment and you said, I never realized how rough it is for anybody that's got an affliction or something they got to deal with because the world is not, 
is insensitive. The ramps don't work. The curbs are, are off. They don't make doorways flat. Nobody cares about people that have a hard time getting by. And that was an awareness, not just for you. That wasn't you bitching about things. That was you going, oh, my God, there's a whole world of people out there that got to suffer with stuff that they shouldn't have to because people are lazy. And, you know, just because I was in the situation I was in doesn't mean that the world stopped around me. Exactly. My wife still had to go to work. You know, my daughter still had to go to school. Right. Um, there were people that were my close friends that had to do things. And, you know, it is what it is. Life continues. Yeah. And it there continued for the people that were kid. around me. And life has to continue for the people around this kid. Yeah. And that's not being insensitive. That's the way life is. Well, it's not great. Right. It's not perfect. <laughs> but it no, is what it is. It kind of sucks here. You're right. But we all know there will be a Super Bowl this year. There will be a representative from the AFC. And Buffalo and Cincinnati may have to play each other again to determine who's the AFC champ. That is just the reality of, of what it is. How we get to that point is what we're deciding or thinking about, and they will make decisions about, but uh, it's going to happen. And everybody thought that that game might be a preview of the AFC championship again anyway. So who knows? It just might be. Um, Mario just tried calling me on my phone. I sent you the link, Mario. Click on the link. I sent you the link on your your email too. Just click on the link. Yeah, you get in. in on the conversation. Uh, Detroit Lions. Charles Hughes died on the field in 1971. They finished the game. I thought I read somewhere though that they yeah. thought he was faking an injury though, <laughs> which is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doubleheaders football game. That would be interesting. That's never been done, right? Not All right, we got to take a quick break. If somebody wants to join in on the conversation via the uh, Charlie's Auto Repair Hotline, you can do that. Click on the link, join in, or you can leave your messages on the WCTs.com message line. I apologize if I'm straining to talk tonight. Uh, <clears throat> I'm coming down or still getting over this flu, whatever it is. It's been a nightmare, but yeah, uh, it's no fun. We're making our way through. We'll be back in literally a minute. The SethWilliamsShow.com brought to you by Chris Aiken, Aiken IT Services. Much appreciated. Also, got to give a big thanks to Tony Masaccio, our restaurant reporter, and Tammy, a special friend of the show. Thank you very much. And thank you to all of our sponsors for everything that you do. We'll be right back. Does your company need fresh teas? Have you paid an arm and a leg for the ones you have? Worried about poor quality when you pay less? Stop worrying, Northeast Ohio, and visit us at www.wctees.com At Wolf Creek Media, we're family owned, we offer simple pricing, and we're fair and honest. We even have an in-house graphic designer and cover all your apparel needs. So if you need t-shirts, hoodies, banners, or any other type of printing, call us at 330-353-9695 or visit us at wctees.com that's WCTs.com, a proud sponsor of The Seth Williams Show. All right, back here on The Seth Williams Show with Mike Jusoka, live, uh, talking about, of course, uh, Damar Hamlin. Uh, just talked to Mario the Barber. He's just getting home from working on the house. Check out Mario's Barbershop. Get your haircut. God knows I need to. It's been a while since I've been there. I don't know if you can tell. I'm getting a little... Uh, 
Well, he oh. did a hell of a job. You you know, you get comments every week about how good you look. So Yeah, but now I need to get back. There we go. Uh, Scott says, click the link. It's easy. I did it last week. <laughs> Continuing on with this game does not mean any, nobody cares. But everyone wants to be offended if you do what they think is wrong. Yes, that is true. Everybody gets offended by everything we can do. Everybody got offended by the mass amount of things on Twitter. And I'm not a big Twitter guy. I'm trying to learn some of it just because you know, I want to do it for the show. Right. Uh, but uh, there are some nasty, nasty people on Twitter. One yeah. guy was using like N words and all kind of just, it was horrible on Twitter when this poor guy is laying there next to death. Uh, people suck. Uh, when they say stuff like it ruined my fantasy football game and all the junk, get a life. If that's yep. what you're thinking when some guy goes down like that. Uh, but you can join in on the conversation. Easy enough to do. If you want to leave a comment on the WCTs.com message line, or here. do that as well. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I know that I'm coming off insensitive. <laughs> and then I want to know what happened to this kid. I don't, I don't think you're being insensitive at all. The, all we're talking about is something that we can only speculate about because it's unknown. I mean, I, I'm not a doctor. But it seems to me that the longer he's intubated and isn't making a recovery, I mean, he, it means he's got a long way to go. So it, that's all we can do is keep praying. And, and but I, I want to know, did he have a heart problem before? Was it just a hit that hit at the right possible spot at the wrong time? Right. And I, I don't even else? want to speculate or throw something else in the weeds, too. But you don't know if he took anything before the game as a painkiller or a, something. I mean, yeah, you no don't idea. know what was in his system. I mean, I mean, all, all of that stuff is, I mean, by the um, looks of everything, the kid was just, you know, at 24 and in shape because you're an NFL player, uh, having your body break down on you is the last thing you want, you know? Mark says, was he on any PEDs? Yeah, we don't know that kind of stuff. We don't and know I, any I, of that I, I don't even like to speculate about that kind of stuff. Right, because, exactly. I mean, I, from everything that I've read about the kid, he seems like a pretty good guy. I don't know. Great kid, right, exactly. Uh, uh, Sandy, I, I, I'm I, not even going to put that comment up there. You may be right, but I'm not going to do that because I want my show to stay on uh, Spotify and everywhere else. <laughs> but you never know. I, I don't know. Um right. What is PEDs? Performance enhancing Performance drugs. Enhancing drugs. <coughs> it could have been a number of things. It really could have. Yeah. Um, speculation, and you may never know, to be honest with you. I mean, now, here's quite frankly, maybe none of our business. I mean, that's, you know, that's, right. That's true, too. I did hear a couple of interviews today on different networks and on the radio with trainers, with medical personnel. One guy was the uh, head medical trainer of the St. Louis Blues hockey team. But um, men and women first responders who have dealt with this uh, in game situations before, especially on the high school level. And the biggest thing to come out of that is um, the need to make sure that any place that has a game where something like this could happen, no matter how remote the possibility or the odds, uh, have the equipment to deal with it. And uh, I heard interviews with a couple kids, a couple of grown men that, you know, were resuscitated 
um, years ago, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, but they were lucky because they had the equipment there, so on and so forth. But the one guy uh, from the Blues hockey team said that one thing everybody should be aware of is if you're going to have those kind of games in your school, you better have the equipment to deal with something like this because no matter what happens, uh, the one thing that um, you can't deny is that kid got the best care as quickly as possible um, in that stadium and then at the hospital afterwards. So. Yeah, uh, Gunner, who I appreciate a uh, new messenger to the uh, the show here, past couple of times we've been on, uh, change the subject, can we see a tour of our new house? Is it ADA compatible? Um, I will be posting on Odyssey a tour of the new office that I'm uh, making here and people can subscribe point. They can subscribe to Odyssey. Um, that is not up there yet, but you can't subscribe. You can't subscribe now to Odyssey. There are some videos up there, uh, but I will be doing a tour of the house and a tour of the office. Is it ADA compatible? Well, I mean, I don't really need a whole lot of stuff. I mean, I can, yes, I can fit my wheelchair in and out of the doorways at night. Cause it still is kind of weird. Mike, we'll get back to this in just a sec. Cause we've got some more messages, but okay. Uh, at night, it's strange for me to say, like my daughter, my wife, they walk in and oh, I can't wait to get my shoes off. And you know, I walk in and go, can't wait to get this leg off. It's just <laughs> one of those things that for yeah. a long day, it's yeah. a relief to like pop the leg off and uh. <sighs> you know, kick back and prop my foot up. <laughs> right, right. But so it's a little bit different. But yeah, I'll make sure that I put a tour up at some point. Did it change the way you lay in bed and sleep? Yes. Sanders is thinking for recognize me. I understand the oh my god conspiracy theory. Yeah, we're not talking. Yeah, but I love you, Sandy. Um, yeah, it definitely changes the way you sleep a little bit. It's a little bit more difficult to switch sides, like turn over in bed. Right, right. Because you don't realize how much you use your legs to do that. To do that. I mean, I've gotten used to it now, but at first it was a nightmare. And oh. then the other thing is. Like you sometimes roll in bed and your covers crawl up or whatever, and you try you kick your covers down over your feet and stuff. Yeah, right. I, it's very difficult to use a leg to try to get it over you. <laughs> so wow, it's definitely it's a it's a different different experience to say the least because you can't sleep with the prosthetic on, right? Because no, if yeah. you have the prosthetic on in bed, one you can injure yourself, and then two you can break the prosthetic, and it's yeah, it's not comfortable even a little bit. Uh, but yeah, huh. Mark says I thought it was interesting when they went to the locker room. Could they have hid something? Terrible thinking, but I read Game of Shadows, and it makes me wonder a lot. Who knows? Again, we don't know what happened. We don't. Well, it looked like such an innocent hit. Hey, I want to watch it. Let's watch it one more time, real quick. so scary to even watch that because he gets up and he tries adjusting his helmet yeah. and then just collapses. I mean, you we don't know if that face mask hit right underneath 
the shoulder pads, if right. there was a, you know, a, a, any kind of thing. But here's here's the lesson to be learned before everybody jumps to conclusions. Telling people to assume that X caused Y with until someone proves that it doesn't is the method of superstition and manipulation. That's not science. You don't put something out and say, well, it was this. If you have no evidence that we don't even know if the guy had a vaccination. I, we, it's so to say, well, it could have been this. Well, no, those are opinions. Keep those to yourself until you get something that we can all discuss and agree on. You're not right. making the waters any clearer. But now, we, when you said, we don't, we don't know if it's anything. a question, right, exactly. You have a question, fine, but pose it as a question to have people that jumped all over and said, well, it was this, it was that, it was the other thing. All kinds of statistics about all these athletes that things happened to. I read through the list of all those. 99% of those guys were soccer players in countries that didn't even have vaccines. So to be able to say, well, it must be because of this or after 2017 or whenever, it's just nuts. That doesn't help anybody, and that doesn't help a discussion. And, and look, that, I, I don't want to get in on yeah. that discussion because I mean, right. we we're just asking for problems there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but I've heard doctors say, forget about that, shop. I've heard doctors come out and say they think it was this. Well, again, you haven't examined the guy. You don't exactly. even know what. There exactly. are doctors that are throwing stuff out, and they have no clues. They've never even looked at the kid. Never. They've never looked at the guy one time. Right. And they're making assumptions because they watched that hit that we just watched together. And I don't know. True, Mike, except we live in a time where truth is regularly hidden by narrative. I agree with that. Yeah. That but so true. that's I'm only telling the narrative people to shut up. <laughs> the people that are looking for the truth are welcome to call on the message line, the WC message line or the Mario's hotline. I do not think that it's absurd to question things. I, I completely agree. The beginning of the show. Here's the you problem. You are allowed to question things without being an ass. I you get can that. Question things because you want more information. True. I question things because I hear and read certain things. Yeah. I hear and read other things. Right. And so there are two sides, and I'd like to know where the actual truth is. I get that. I completely understand that. But here's the problem with social media. If this kid wakes up and goes, I never got vaccinated, everybody... Quit saying that word. We're not going to be on any channel. But nobody's going to say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a dick. There's no accountability. Nobody ever walks stuff back when they talk out of another orifice and they don't know what they're talking about. I you know, questions anyway. are the right sure. thing to do. I'm just asking questions, and I think that we're all okay. allowed to ask questions. Amen. I so I would understand. like, I know there's HIPAA laws and all kind of stuff, so we may never know what right. happened to this poor guy. We may never know. But right. I would love it if somebody would actually come out for once and just say, this is what happened. This is the truth. Here's the evidence. This is what happened. Yeah. And for the most part, you don't hear that. You don't hear that anywhere anymore. I agree. I agree, except and, here. And that's what we're trying to do. Except here. Um, but again, I'm certainly not speculating. I don't think you are, and I don't think but you are allowed to ask 
questions? Yep. I'm just asking a question. Yes. <laughs> Lord McCoy. If he dies, okay, yes. You again, we may never know what he died of, no matter what it is. Right. Let's just continue to hope he doesn't. Yes, that's, I'm hoping that's, that this that's kid recovers. The that's the high road. So, so yeah, and get that game in and and on to you know. <coughs> it's also Man, interesting. So many, it's also interesting that this is the kind of games that have the kind of implications that they did. If this was opening day, it'd be a whole different story, don't you think? I mean, if la if Sunday, if Monday night had been opening day of the NFL season, it would have been a whole different outlook. Oh yeah. So. And and people probably wouldn't be talking about canceling the entire season. Right. That, exactly. That, you know, again, that's absurd. Yep. You can't cancel football because of one thing that happened. Uh, good luck getting the truth on many subjects. That is absolutely true, Natalie. I don't think we know a lot. Everything. To aliens, I don't think we know the truth of what's going on. To who shot Kennedy? There are so many things that we don't know that Agreed. I would love to have the answers to. Yep. And this government probably will never give it to us. So. Well, it's not like everybody sits around in Spain, France, Canada, Ethiopia, Zimbabwe, Dubai, and says, boy, those poor Americans... We all know the truth, and they don't. Look, it's kind of a human compare, nature. <laughs> don't compare me to other countries. I'm not. We're Americans, damn it, and we're smarter than that, and we want to know the truth. Just I'm just talking about a human nature wanna, thing. Just because other co countries don't want to stand up and find out what's going on in their, you know, with their leaders, we well, do. We're smarter than that. We, we know that there's be. something going on. We know that they're hiding stuff from us. And I want to know what it is. Bingo. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't you agree with you more. You have to believe they're hiding some stuff from us. Oh, hell. I, I Listen, I did a whole... Do they think they're too, we're too stupid to, I inspired to take the a whole truth? show about the, you know, people that, that are, you know, the one conspiracy that really is a conspiracy. Everybody thinks Oswald acted alone. That just cracks me up to this day. Do they, do they think Americans are too stupid to know the truth about things? Maybe, no, I'm, I'm maybe saying if it's they more told us the truth, if they told us the truth about Kennedy, if they told us the truth about aliens, they told us the truth about all this stuff, that maybe we would freak out. There'd be riots That's in the streets. People it. would be panicking and not know what to do. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they maybe it was that way with Stonehenge too. Maybe, you know, maybe they just said it was an obstacle course and they didn't tell the rest of the country that it was some spiritual thing. Maybe the pyramids were just like, well, those are, you know, down in distance markers. I'm telling you, Who they knows? know well, they know a lot of stuff that we don't know. And I hope before I die, well, I'm the same way. I hope before somebody like find out in the afterlife what actually is true and what's not. My, my, that's my, that's my vision of heaven is you die, you get a huge box of insanely buttered popcorn. You sit down and you watch the movie of all the shit that really happened. That, yeah, I, that's what I want to see for the first. There was, there was a movie back in the day and I don't want to say the name, but there was a movie back in the day where when you died, 
you went wherever. I wasn't yeah. heaven. You had to get to heaven. But they sat you down. They showed you like a, all the crap that you messed up in your life. Right. And there, you had to like, there was a lawyer there. And you had to please your case for why you deserve to go to heaven. Um, and I don't want to see all the bad stuff that I've done. I know all the bad stuff that I've done. And I'm not real proud of a lot of it. Uh, so I really don't need to relive all that. No, I don't want to I see the bad stuff, I but I want to see the, and, yeah. I want to see all the true stuff that you said they're hiding from us. I want to see, you know, everything from all the wacko JFK Roswell Area 50. Exactly. That's the movie I want to see. I don't want to see you in Vegas. No, you don't. <laughs> no, no, nobody wants to see that. But I will tell you this, I can I can tell everybody a, a joke that's kind of you know similar. <clears throat> Guy dies. And he goes to hell. And St. Peter says, well, it's my job to torture you for the rest of eternity. And I got a billion different ways to torture you. But because I kind of feel for you, I'm going to let you pick how you get tortured for the rest of eternity. So the guy goes, okay. And they go on a little tour of all the millions of rooms that are all over heaven. And he looks in one and it's disgusting. He looks in the other, it's worse. And he looks in another room and it's horrible. And he looks in another room and he can't barely even look. It's so painful. And then he opens a door and there's a guy sitting there watching football with a beer, smoking a joint, and looks closely. And there's a hooker on her knees between his legs. And the guy goes, oh, that's it. I'm here. This is how I want to be tortured the rest of my eternal life. And the devil walks over and taps the woman on the shoulders and says, okay, you can go now. I found your replacement. <laughs> I like that one. That good. That's hell. <laughs> that would be hell. Absolutely. That would be hell. On that note, let's take a quick break and wrap everything up. That was good. All right. See ya. Except for smoking rock and roll food trucks. You got to check them out, man. The food is just unbelievable. Mac and cheese is fantastic. The brisket, everything else is just to die for. You got to check out smoking rock and roll. 605 Clay Parkway in Bay Village. You can give them a call 216-539-2239 to book a food truck. Uh, you know, Find out where they're going to be at. They're going to be all over the place, come to, especially when the spring and summer hits. It's unbelievable food. They win awards all over the place. Run by my good friend, uh, Billy Morris. Uh, and his friend Todd, they're good people, and they make great, great food. You got to check it out. Smoking Rock and Roll, smokingrockandroll.com. Aaron Tees and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you build your company brand and identity from start to finish. One-stop means you get a complete package from one location. Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron Tees and Signs, 4883 Turney Road. Call us at 216-299-9344. Hey, it's up for Audio Bay Studios in Bay Village. And now if you need a podcast done, you got a band, you got to record some stuff, Audio Bay Studios is the place to go. Train technicians. Uh, good management there. I'm telling you, Audio Base Studios has helped me out tremendously with my podcast. You want to go there, Audio Base Studios, 605 Clegg Parkway in Bay Village. It's right next to, or in the same building, I should say, as Smokin' Rock and Roll. Some of the best barbecue food trucks in town. The best barbecue food trucks in town. 
Tell me, you got to check out Audio Base Studios. I know the guy, Chris Aiken. I know the guy, Billy Morris. They're good people. They take care of you. Audio Base Studios, if you got a podcast that you want to start recording, Audio Base Studios in Bay Village is the place to be. 605 Clegg Parkway. Give them a call. 216-713-0066. That's 216-713-0066. Wrapping everything up here on a Wednesday night, uh, 4th of January. Can't believe it's the 4th already. Already. Sorry I missed you guys on uh, Monday. You guys did a good job, though. You and Chris Aiken. Thank you. Glad you're better, though, too. It's good to have you back. Uh, average live viewers looks like it went up tonight. Good show. Keep on keeping on. Scott says, thank you very much, Scott. Victor, oh, like the joke. Um. I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. I do uh, want to thank Tony Masaccio for coming on live from Royal Breakfast and Lunch, or yeah. Royal Breakfast and More, sorry, in Broadview Heights on uh, Broadview, uh, Broadview in 82. Okay. And from now on, this is when he should be on, the last five minutes of the show, so that we don't have to be hungry for 50 minutes after he hangs up. You going? Are you eating now? Did you already eat dinner? And what are you doing? No, I I never have an appetite before a show, but I eat like a horse afterwards. What are you having tonight? Uh, I think I'm doing ham. Ham, nice. Yeah, ham. It's yeah. Oh no, actually, I'm doing shrimp with lemon, uh, garlic, uh, cream pasta sauce. So they opened up this burrito place by me. It's not really expensive, so that's why I like it. But it's called Bubacoo's. Right, and they have like it's it's kind of like a chipotle kind of thing, but better. Mm-hmm. So like I can instead of like sour cream and stuff, you can get like ranch, or you can get like Ooh. Um, Caribbean jerk sauce, and all different kinds of things on like a burrito or a bowl, all that kind of stuff. So I think I'm gonna check that place out tonight. Do it. Very tasty. Um, right. Prayers and thoughts. I know it sounds cliche because it is at this point, but. Uh, go out to Damar Hamlin and uh, hope that him and his family are okay. Um, he said that was her daughter's birthday. She had a great birthday. Turned 16 on Monday. She had a great time. Dad was sick, but that just meant dad couldn't say a whole lot to her, so she was happy about that. <laughs> um, I didn't have much of a voice. That's why I didn't do the show. But she was uh, So she was happy that dad couldn't yell about anything, and she had a great time. Good for great her. time out at that, uh, Mike's place in Kent. Met the owner. He wants to come broadcast out there. Yeah, that I'll look forward to that when the weather changes. That that's yeah. not a restaurant, man. That is an experience. Okay, if you've never been to Mike's place in Kent, you gotta check that place out. It's absolutely fantastic. The menu is like forever and a day long, and they uh, have all kind of cool memorabilia there. It's really something to see. So check that place out. Maybe with enough lead time, we can get a huge audience out there the night we broadcast from there. That would be cool. Live audience and take live comments and have people just walk up and be on the show. Um, share, share, share. Let people know this the back. Yes. Share the, bo- the, pro- the, bo- the podcast, broadcast, whatever you want to say. Share it. He's share right. it all over the place. Share it to the left. Share it to the right. Share it. He's right there. Yeah, just share you broadcast podcast to everyone you think you know. Uh, that's the way that we're going. Send it around. We'll grow this. Absolutely. Yeah. So, seriously, share the 
podcast. Thank you for joining us tonight. God willing, we'll talk to you on Monday night. We'll have a whole lot of stuff for you. Have a good weekend. Happy New Year. Keep on. Man, we will talk to you later. Thanks for joining us. You too. Bye, Seth. Bye.